Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. This is for the week of July 20th. And my goodness, have we got some news for you this week out of the international football scene. There's a lot going on around Europe, and uh, it's, it's unbelievable that we're coming out of a pandemic and all this is going on. This has really got everybody uh, buzzing. So the first thing we're going to start with is the one, uh, the piece of news that uh, has raised eyebrows all over Europe, if not in Spain, uh, for the most part. We've all heard of these city rivalries and about how intense they are. Let's see, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. Uh, we've got uh, Juventus and Roma. We've got, uh, you know, um, Celtic and Glasgow up there in, uh, or Celtic and Ranger up there in Glasgow. Uh, Man City and Man United. You know, the, the city rivalries are amazing. And even in Mexico, uh, we've got America and Cruz Azul. Uh, when they play, it's a big deal. Uh, city rivalries uh, really make up a lot of uh, soccer news around the world. Well, <laughs> the rivalry in Spain, in Sevilla, just ratcheted up another notch. Maybe another notch and a half, you might say. Real Betis, the team that... Uh, came into the league in uh, 2015, 2014-2015 uh, season, I should say. Real Betis has gone and signed, are you ready for this now? Manuel Pellegrini as their coach. Yes, that's right. The same Manuel Pellegrini that has been known to take Manchester City to the EPL title. That's the same guy. He is going to Real Betis. I don't know how much money he's getting, it's got to be a lot. It's got to be a good amount. It's got to be something substantial. But Manuel Pellegrini is going to take over Real Betis. And let me tell you what, folks across town at Sevilla, they're taking notice. And they know that next year it's going to be on. Uh, this is going to really ratchet up the La Liga rivalries something fierce. You've got already three teams up in northern Spain in the Basque country that uh, look forward to meeting each other every year. And that's always just a complete round-robin tournament type thing. And you've got Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid. You've got Atletico Madrid, or rather Real Madrid and Barcelona. Uh, this is just, and this is going to be just another rivalry that you're going to be able to watch over the years, and it will grow in intensity as Real Betis will stay probably with Pellegrini at the helm. Real Betis will stay in La Liga. Now we've got the Hertha Berlin Union Berlin uh, situation that's going to be developing over the years in Germany. That's going to be something to watch because this is going to be that's going to be a real storied rivalry too because you got the big stadium against the small stadium, you got the team that just got there against the storied uh, franchise. Same deal in Sevilla. You got Sevilla, Real Betis, Real Betis for years down in Division Two. They finally get their break. Come on up into the league. They hang around the middle of the table. This year they made a little bit of an inroad, got up in there. I think in the top fifteen, and uh, now they're going to be taken seriously. Manuel Pellegrini is a smart guy. He knows how to communicate with players. He is a tactician. He has shown his worth. He has shown how good he is when he was at Man City. At Man City, he did an un unbelievable job with that team and took them to some titles. Okay, so we've got Manuel Pellegrini coaching Real Betis starting next season, and that's going to be in Sevilla. Wow, this is going to be something to watch. I'm looking forward to this, really am. A couple other uh, notes that we need to pass along to you. The Ballon d'Or uh, award has been canceled for the first time ever in uh, European football history. Again, no uh, Ballon d'Or uh, award this year because of the pandemic and all that's going on with it. Um, also want to bring, uh, while we're talking about Spain and the, um, and the Spanish League, 
you know, uh, there are a lot of teams that uh, that need to be uh, looked at, and one team that a lot of people are, are are ignoring for the most part, but yet they're in the top ten. It's Osasuna. Osasuna comes out of Pamplona. They're a good team. They're coached by a guy who's really smart, Jacoba Araste, Arasate. I mean, uh, Arasate was a good player in his time. He is from northern Spain. He understands the culture, the people, the way they think. Um, he's got this team playing some smart football. While Osasuna may not challenge a Real Madrid or a Barcelona, uh, they're there. And uh, they are a team to be taken seriously. Now, when I say they can't challenge uh, Barcelona, I might want to take that back a little bit or walk it back, you might say, just a hair. Because just the other day, Osasuna defeated Barcelona at Barcelona 2-1. to one. That's correct. They defeated Barcelona on their home turf. And, you ready for this? Osasuna was down to 10 men after 77 minutes with a red card. Yes, Osasuna is for real. And this Arasate is a guy to be uh, applauded. Uh, he has done a great job. And I see Osasuna doing great things here in the future. They come again from that northern uh, Spain territory where soccer, listen, you think Real Madrid and the fans at Bernabeu take soccer seriously? You ought to see the fans in northern Spain when they go to a game. It is a madhouse. Um, this is a team that has really got uh, some people behind them, and they've got a great coach. They're going to do very, very well. Just to give you an idea of how um, lopsided the game was in Barcelona's favor, Barcelona had a 75 to 25% possession rate. That's right, 75 to 25. Barcelona had 10 corners to Osasuna's two. That's how much Barcelona was in Osasuna's zone most of the game, but yet they come away with a two-to-one win. So to say the least, it was an Osasuna victory that they'll think about for a long time because they defeated Barcelona on their own turf. And boy, when you win at Camp Nou, that's quite a win indeed. I don't care if they're fans in the stands or not. That's a win that you are going to remember for a long time. Congratulations to Osasuna. They will be heard from, I know, next year as well, even though they only maybe only finished in the top 10. We will go over the standings of all the leagues uh, in Europe uh, here next week when all of them are complete. Uh, looks like uh, Juventus has going to uh, already wrapped up the uh, Serie A, and Real Madrid has wrapped up La Liga. Okay, let's go to scores now from the past week. Uh, go back to Tuesday on the 14th. We had an important match, uh, Chelsea and Norwich. That may not sound like much on paper, but Chelsea needed the win just for, uh, if nothing else, to give them some confidence. Uh, Chelsea eked out a one nothing win at home over Norwich on the 14th. Also, we had Serie A action. Now, Atalanta has been known since the pandemic break stopped. Uh, Atalanta has been known to have been putting in some goals. And I mean to tell you what, they took it out on Brescia on the 14th. Atalanta 6, Brescia 2, and that was at Atalanta. MLS uh, tournament going on down in Florida. Chicago beat Seattle 2-1. to one. Orlando over NYCFC 3-1. And Inter-Miami dropped a close one to the Philadelphia Union 2-1. to one. Then on Wednesday the 15th, we had some EPL action with Burnley and Wolves uh, playing at Burnley in a 1-1 draw. It was Burnmouth going to Man City, Man City eking out a 2-1 win. It was Tottenham going to Newcastle and winning 3-1 there. Liverpool on the road going to Arsenal. This was a game that drew a lot of attention. People were watching uh, very intently, but Liverpool, of course, has already wrapped up the EPL title. Arsenal and Mikel Arteta winning 2-1 there over Liverpool at home. In Serie A action on the 15th, it was Sampdoria 3, Cagliari nothing at Sampdoria. Napoli got a point on the road with a 1-1 tie at Bologna. Parma lost to AC Milan on the road 3-1. to 
Lecce at home losing to Fiorentina 3-1. to Juventus and Sassuolo. I was telling you about Sassuolo. This is a team to be taken seriously. Sassuolo is also a team that needs to be uh, looked at. Juventus and Sassuolo, 3-3 at Sassuolo. That's right, six goals in that game. Lazio and Udinese played at Udinese to a 0-0 draw. Copa Mexico continued on the 15th, and that was Cruz Azul 1, Tigres 1. Cruz Azul winning in penalty kicks. That was played in Mexico City. MLS action in um, in Florida, Vancouver, losing to San Jose 4-3 to in a game where the defense stayed on the sidelines. Thursday the 16th, we had Everton and Aston Villa in EPL action. 1-1 draw at Everton. It was Leicester City hosting Sheffield United. The Foxes winning 2-0. Man United going to Crystal Palace and winning 2-0. Brighton going to Southampton, getting a point on the road and a 1-1 draw. In La Liga action, Real Valladolid on the road to Ibar. Ibar winning 3-1. Then I told you about this game between Osasuna and Barcelona at Barcelona. A 2-1 win for Osasuna. By the way, Osasuna in Basque means health. Just to let you know if you want to expand your vocabulary a little bit. Atletico Madrid going to Hetafe just down the road and across the street. Atletico Madrid winning 2-0. It was Villarreal uh, losing to Real Madrid 2-1. Uh, that was played at the Bernabeu. Sevilla going to Real Sociedad, getting a point on the road with a 0-0 draw. Espanyol on the road to Valencia, 1-0 win for Valencia. Leganes going to northern Spain to play Atletico Bilbao, and Leganes playing some good football. 2-0 win on the road at Bilbao. Deportivo Alaves going to Real Betis in Sevilla, and Real Betis losing 2-1. Levante, Celta de Vigo playing in Celta. 3-2 win for Levante, and Granada going to Mallorca and losing 2-1, or rather winning 2-1 at Mallorca. Serie A action saw Genoa on the road to Torino, and that was a 3-0 win for Torino. Inter on the road to SPAL, a team that's going to be unfortunately destined for Italian Division II soccer, Inter winning 4-0 in that game. Copa Mexico continuing on the 16th. And that was America and Chivas playing in their rivalry game that they always play. And whenever uh, Chivas from Guadalajara plays America from Mexico City, the whole country comes to a stop. I don't care if it's tiddlywinks. And in this case, it's soccer. And, of course, the whole country is going to stand there and watch it in front of their TVs. Chivas, this was a game that just went back and forth and back and forth. And if you didn't like it and didn't feel worn out when it was over, something's wrong with you because it was a classic game indeed. Chief is winning the game 4-3 in Guadalajara. MLS action continued in uh, Florida. It was Cincinnati 1, Atlanta United nothing. Toronto uh, defeating the Montreal Impact in a game of uh, Canadian uh, rivalry. Toronto 4-3 over Montreal. And the New York Red Bulls shut out by Columbus 2-0. That was down in Florida during the MLS We're Back tournament. On Friday the 17th, it was a big game for West Ham. They went to Watford, rather Watford came to West Ham, and David Moyes' boys had to win this one, and they they really did it. They, they played smart, they played well, they played a full 90 minutes. They were up 3-0 at one point until Watford got a meaningless goal late in the game. West Ham wins 3-1, that keeps them out of the um, relegation situation. In MLS action on Friday the 17th, D.C. United and New England tied 1-1 in the morning game. Then Sporting Kansas City defeated Colorado Rapids 3-2. Real Salt Lake and Minnesota United in the late game that night, 
0-0, all these games being played in Orlando. They had another tournament going on in Mexico, Copa Tel Cell. It was Juarez defeating Atletico San Luis 2-1, and Leon winning in penalties over Pachuca. The game ended in a 2-2 draw, but Leon winning in penalties 5-3. Saturday, the 18th, we had EPL action with Burnley going to Norwich and a 2-0 win for Burnley. Uh, in Serie A action, we had Atalanta going to Verona with a 1-1 draw, Sassuolo going to Cagliari with a 1-1 draw, and AC Milan hosting Bologna. My goodness, what happened here? AC Milan 5, Bologna 1. In a friendly game in Mexico uh, football, Montreal, or rather Montreal, Monterrey defeated Santos out of Torreon 3-1. That was at Monterrey. And a game that was supposed to be played also in that uh, friendly uh, Mexican league, the Cox and Atlas got postponed due to COVID complications. In the FA Cup in England, Arsenal shut out Man City 2-0. That was one everybody was watching because if Man City had won, they probably would have met uh, Man United in the final. But it'll be Arsenal and Man's, uh, Man United in the final for the FA Cup over in England. MLS, Portland defeated Houston Dynamo 2-1. And LAFC and LA Galaxy got together. Now, I don't know what the situation was here, but of course, they're both playing in Orlando in Florida. But LAFC just came out, and I, I guess they wanted to show L, uh, LA Galaxy who's, uh, who's the king there in uh, Los Angeles soccer. LAFC 6, LA Galaxy 2. Hmm. Sounds like LA Galaxy may need to go back to the drawing board. Sunday, the 19th, uh, we had uh, EPL action with Southampton defeating Burnmouth 2-0. Leicester City on the road to Tottenham. Tottenham took care of business 3-0 over Leicester City. And then uh, in FA Cup action, Chelsea defeated Man United 3-1. MLS, Chicago Fire uh, hosting the San Jose Earthquakes. This was down in uh, Orlando. And San Jose was the away team. They won 2-0. Seattle defeating Vancouver 3-0. In La Liga action on Sunday, Deportivo Alaves at home to Barcelona. Barcelona was mad after losing to Osasuna at home, so they took it out on Deportivo Alaves. 5-0 the score at Alaves' stadium. Real Sociedad on the road to Atletico Madrid. That was a 1-1 draw, a point on the road for Real Sociedad. Celta de Vigo on the road to Barcelona to play Espanyol. Both teams 0-0. Real Madrid on the road to Leganes. Real Madrid having won the title. 2-2 2-2 draw there. Valencia on the road to Sevilla. Sevilla winning 1-0. Atletico Bilbao on the road to Granada. Bilbao, I don't know what happened to the offense. They must have left it at home. Granada 4, Atletico Bilbao nothing. Hetafe on the road to Levante. 1-0 win for Levante. Osasuna 2, Mallorca 2 in Osasuna. Ibar on the road to Villarreal. And that was a 4-0 win for Villarreal. Real Valladolid, two. Real Betis, nothing at Real Valladolid. Serie A action in Italy. Parma hosting Sampdoria. Sampdoria with a good win on the road, 3-2. Lecce on the road to Genoa, losing 2-1. SPAL on the road to Brescia. Brescia winning 2-1. Torino going to Fiorentina. Fiorentina at home, holding serve, 2-0. Udinese going to Napoli. Napoli winning 2-1. And Inter. And Roma, in their usual grudge match, played at the Olympic Stadium in Roma. Unfortunately, very empty. But Roma, enter, 2-2 draw there. Lukaku coming up with a big goal toward the end of the game. 
Then on Monday, Newcastle and Brighton played at Brighton. That was a 0-0 draw. Everton going to Sheffield United. 1-0 there. Everton win. Crystal Palace going to Wolves. And Wolverhampton coming away with a 2-0 win there over Palace. In Serie A action, Juventus 2, Lazio 1. Wow, what a game that was. And guess who got both goals for Juventus? First two guesses don't count. Yeah, that's right, uh, Ronaldo. He uh, now has 30 for the season. He has now set a record. Get this. He now has 50 or more goals in each of the three leagues in Europe, the EPL, uh, the uh, La Liga, and also in Serie A. 50 goals in each of those leagues in his career. Wow. This guy is just beyond superstar status, right? So uh, Ronaldo now has 30 goals on the season for Juventus. He scored both goals in the Juventus win over Lazio. That was played at Juventus. Uh, The first goal was a penalty kick. The second goal was three minutes later, 51st minute and 54th minute. So Ronaldo with two goals, 30 on the season, and Juventus comes away a winner. MLL action, MLS action down in Orlando. NYFC loses to Inter Miami, or rather defeats Inter Miami one to nothing. Now, coming up, for those of you that are trapped at home and are looking for something to do and want to watch some football, Tuesday, uh, we've got some games on TV that uh, you can tune in, and these are some good games to watch. Uh, Watford Man City is going to be on, on NBCSN at 1 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday. Aston Villa is going to be with uh, Arsenal. That's on NBCSN at 3 o'clock Eastern time, so that's a doubleheader of EPL action there on NBCSN on Tuesday afternoon. If you want to watch Serie A action, you can watch Atalanta and Bologna and Sassuolo at Milan. That's going to be beginning on ESPN at 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Now, I would give you a hint. Sassuolo is a team to watch, and they're going to be playing AC Milan. That's going to be at Sassuolo. Granted, no fans in the stadium, but Sassuolo is a team to watch, and AC Milan is going to have their hands full. So those are two excellent games from Serie A. There's also good soccer on uh, NBCSN. So you can flip back and forth and watch those games, and trust me, you will not uh, be bored. However, if that doesn't uh, you know, tickle your fancy in any way, shape, or form, there's a friendly going to be played between PSG and Celtic. That's right, PSG from Paris and Celtic from Scotland. They're going to play apparently at the Parc des Princes there in Paris. Uh, that's going to be at uh, 1 o'clock Eastern time on BN Sport. So that's a good friendly to watch there. That's uh, PSG and Celtic. Uh, I'm talking to you about Sassuolo. You know, they're coached by Roberto Desarvi. Uh, he is doing a great job. He's been with them since 2018. Um, he was at Benvenetto uh, before, which is in League Two, and apparently didn't have quite a good record. But they brought him over to Sassuolo, and he has done very, very well. You know, Sassuolo is pretty much a newcomer in the league. They've only been in there since the 2013-2014 season. Uh, for those of you who don't know where Sassuolo plays, they play in Reggio Emilia, which is up near Bologna, just southeast of Milan, up there in northern Italy. Uh, they have a great fan base. This is a team that kind of flies under the radar. They don't have the um, the payroll that, say, a Juventus or a Roma or one of those teams would have. This is a team that just has been getting steadily better and steadily better and steadily better, and they are a team to watch in Serie A. So I told you about Osasuna over there in Liga, La Liga. Now Sassuolo in Serie A is a team to watch. And uh, so watch them uh, as they uh, start next season. Uh, that's going to be really uh, something that you might want to keep your eye on. And also, ah, here's some great news as well. And for those of you who enjoy Mexican football like I do, 
The Mexican Football League will resume on July the 31st. July 31st, Mexican football will start up again. That will be something you'll want to tune in to watch. Very good. That's going to do it for Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, Lauren McClay, of course, is our technical producer, and she does a great job. John Dang handles the sound. And DC McClay is in our ideas department, and he passes along things that come along that he sees that maybe we should take a look at. Once again, thanks so much for tuning in to Kicks and Dribbles. We are uh, a fresh program every Tuesday, and uh, we'll keep you posted throughout the uh, throughout the soccer season. And, of course, as the new soccer season starts as well. Also, don't forget, in August, we've got um, Champions League and Europa League coming up. And we will have all the results and all the, uh, uh, the uh, details about those games as those games become available. Once again, wash your hands. Please wash your hands. It's not that difficult. And social distancing with the mask on, okay? Let's defeat this pandemic together. Get this virus out of our lives. It's ruining soccer. We need the fans back in the stadium. Have a good week, everyone, and please don't let your life have too many yellow cards.